This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. I'm Emily Fox. Josiah Johnson released his first solo record on Friday. Josiah Johnson started out his career with the Seattle-based band Head in the Heart. You can hear his voice in this song of theirs called Rivers and Roads. Been talking about the way things change And my family lives in a different state Josiah Johnson's solo record is called Every Feeling on a Loop. I caught up with Josiah Johnson back in January to talk about his musical journey through addiction and sobriety, about going solo and this new record. He started off by taking us back to his departure from Head in the Heart. It was the end of 2015, officially, when when they were like, you can't be here. We more want you to be alive than to try and keep going with us as is. Are you willing to elaborate on that? Like, they want we you to be like, alive. We were like recording signs of light and it was the first week there and I like disappeared for a day and didn't show up to the studio and didn't answer phone calls or texts or anything and um which is a really you know not nice thing to do and like out of out of control for me and and they were just like we love you like go figure your stuff out and like we can't like worry about we need to focus we we can't worry about whether or not you're alive and, um, yeah. And then, and there was like, it was always like, please figure your s- stuff out and like, please come back when you, when you feel like it's, it's sorted and when you feel solid. So Are you that was to- a really wonderful, like gift that they gave me. Cause I, I needed someone to give me permission to just go like, I don't have to try and keep holding it all together. Um, because I couldn't. So you were struggling with addiction at the time. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to talk about just kind of what was happening in your life personally when, you know, back in 2015? I think I had done a, a poor job of taking care of myself when we toured, even more so than like your average bear uh, does. And um, I didn't keep in touch with friends at home. And I didn't, you know, share, you know, about like hard feelings or, or like confusion that I had. And so... I would be on tour, be having a hard time, like, you know, drink to just deal. And then I would get home and I would really not know what to do with myself and didn't have any kind of support system or like habits for like reaching out to people and, and just kind of really lose, lose myself and, and just this cycle. And, and then like, and then that affects, you know, like creativity. I didn't have really any relationship with it to speak of. And so then I'd, come back to the band you know and john had written a bunch of wonderful songs and um and like i didn't have any and then i felt worse about myself it was just this weird this terrible cycle um and um and so it was it was really it was really just that of just not knowing how to deal and then and then like letting that kind of spiral spiral down the the drain but i mean i can i can imagine touring can be so hard we've talked a lot uh, about this a lot on KEXP and Sound and Vision where it's just like you're on tour, you're playing all these shows at night, you know, you're kind of like in this party atmosphere in a way mm-hmm. and then you're away from your normal life. You're kind of living this separate life. You come back to your normal life and you're like, life has gone on without me and now I'm having to readjust back yeah. home. And so there's two dueling things is one, you know, being able to, you know, being on tour, going from city to city, having to perform, put on this face, 
you know, be energized, partying is probably included, yeah. and then adjusting to life back home. I mean, yeah. is that kind of what started, you know, everything off for you if, in terms of just issues around addiction? Um, I definitely remember, I definitely remember leaving with, with, with Heart the first couple of years, um, we were gone, I think like 11 months the first year year that we were really touring and then 10 months the next year. And so like two years passed, we were pretty much gone all the time. And I remember coming back home and like all of my like friend group that I had, like had different friends and they had different inside jokes. And I just like, I just was like, I don't know where I belong now. You know, like that, that was totally a thing too, where, where you just like, in addition to like how difficult it is to be on the road coming home and not, and I didn't know how to like reintegrate either. So, yeah. That's hard. Yeah. Can you talk about your decision to, to go on and start making music solo? Um, it was less of a decision. Like I actually, when I, when I, um, when head in the heart was like, you can't be here right now, but please go get solid and you can come back whenever you like. I remember just thinking that I didn't know what the future was going to hold. And I knew myself well enough to know that if I was like trying to get back there, that I would take any kind of shortcuts to like figure out, you know, like I need to get, I need to get back as quickly as possible kind of thing. And, and so like for me, the, the mental trick was to just go like, I just have to let that go like altogether. And then if it comes back, it comes back, but I can't even like think about that at all. And so I like, I like let it go. And I said, I'm not going to play music anymore. I don't have a relationship with it anyways. So it's, it's not like a, a big loss right now. And I just was trying to figure myself out and trying to figure out how to like deal with life. And then like pretty quickly I started doing the thing that I like have done for most of my like post adolescent life, which is like write songs to figure out, you know, like what my feelings were. And then I started writing songs and not worrying about like whether or not they were good enough and it just like started, it just started like making, making sense again. But it's like the, you, you didn't put the pressure on yourself to be like, I got to get back to head in the heart. You, cause you, you wanted to kind of do it on your own terms. Um, you didn't have that pressure to, to hit a certain goal mark to get it's like, back. It's less like on my own terms and more just like, didn't want to, a thing that my brain does is like, see what it, see what it's trying to get and like try and do whatever it needs to get there or say whatever it needs to say to get there. And, and that doesn't like always serve me, you know? And I think like if I made the goal of like, I want to be back in head in the heart, then I would take shortcuts that I like didn't feel like would actually be beneficial, you know, to, to healing this body. Yeah. But also you were able to find creativity on your own. And you're able to write songs again to process your feelings. Um, How has songwriting been for you personally, you know, to just tap into your inner self, you know, you're working on stuff as a solo artist. How has that been kind of on the path to recovery, you know, following addiction? Um, The best way to think about that would be that I've like encountered, this is very, this is very, I live in the Bay Area now. Um, I've encountered the like, that, that like, a song is like medicine, you know, like whether it's like for healing or for, you know, like isolation or for, you know, whatever else is medicine of some kind. And, and I, 
started writing songs that like that when I sang them, like the medicine that I was taking was like was for wholeness, you know, and um, and and songs and songs that I would write like would kind of come to me in like flashes, you know, like like I wouldn't write anything for weeks. I would like show up and and try and think things to sing and like it wouldn't make sense but then like I would just like hold my hands out and like something would drop from the sky and 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 it would be something that I would never have been able to like tell myself on my own but here I had this artifact that was just like you're going to be okay you know like you're worried that you know that that everything's over or, or you know that you can't go back to where you've been but like but like you'll get there you know like be patient and and like and I couldn't have told myself that consciously and and so there was this like like receiving <laughs> receiving gifts of songs as opposed to writing them i'm speaking with josiah johnson on kexp sound and vision and the single off of your new solo record is called the world's not gonna end but the world- What is this song about? This song is is one of the songs that that I was definitely thinking about when I was talking about that celebration of a hard situation of just like seeing like I'm here in this mess and yet like it's going to be okay and I like see that on the other side of this hardship is like transformation and like growth. That was one of the first songs that I wrote for this album and I just remember driving back down to my parents' house. I lived with my parents for a couple of years, um, which is like humbling to get used to when you're like 30 something and um, have been living your dream for a while, traveling around the world, playing music. Um, but I was driving home. Actually, I went, it was a Damien Dorado show in San Francisco and I, and I was driving home and just like, I just like was feeling really strongly the like, the absence of the life that I used to have, you know, I was just like, there's this person that I like used to play music with in Seattle that I just saw on stage. And it was such a beautiful show. And, and I like wanted to get back there. And I like, and I was driving and I remember I just had this like moment of peace and clarity where I was just like, I feel up against the wall right now. I feel like there's no way out of this hole that I've dug myself into. But, but I I remember saying a lot around then like that life is long in this like really uh in this like really heartening way where it was just like oh yeah this might be where i am right now but like i know that life is long and i know that i know where i was two years ago is drastically different than where i am now and i bet that where i will be in two years is drastically different than where i am now so just like the chorus of this the song is just like uh the world's not going to end if you do not get your way again and i just remember making peace with that like it's not the time if it's not the time for you right now like that is totally fine if you do not get your way again my friend so i notice there are parts in this song and parts of other songs you've written where you almost start you start um writing from a female perspective yeah like you have a line in this song world's not going to end um the greatest task for the modern woman like me is to find what is within herself and 
there's a few other songs that you've written um, since you've gone solo that are also kind of written from a female's perspective. Yeah. Why kind of get into that that element or that way, uh, that perspective within a song? Another thing that I kept running into um, a lot in this, in the process of, of trying to heal and, and get sober was that like, that I didn't have a lot of tools. I mean, we were talking about it a lot now. It's like, no, it's no secret that like men were trained really poorly, you know? Um, you can't talk about your feelings. Yeah. You can't show emotion. You yeah. gotta be tough and like, let it all in, you know, yeah. toughen up. Yeah. 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 So, so I was just, it was, it was interesting to like, it was interesting to realize that like where I was getting all of my wisdom from and the part of myself that I was having to activate if I was going to like heal was a part of myself that wasn't like manly or, and it wasn't, I wasn't getting the wisdom from like my man friends, Mm -hmm. man friend is uh, whatever. (laughs) Uh, But like the people that knew how to like be soft and the people who knew how to be humble and the people who knew how to apologize, like with, grace were none of the men that I had as role models in my life. And like women did it like pretty second naturedly uh, around me. Um, and, and I think, I think I thought a lot about just like activating the, the female half of my soul in like, in this whole process of just going like, now is not the time for the part of you that is like characteristically, male um we don't really have use for those traits right now um so i think that that that's kind of where a lot of that gender playing comes from tracks on this new record that you know the stories that you want to share that that might have highlighted you know just what you've been through personally over the past few years like a song that really captures you know that story that you want to talk about um i i think my my favorite song on the record is um is probably rise up or the most meaningful one to me that's the one that like we we close every show with that one was like the one that like the entire thing dropped out of the sky in like 10 minutes. And it was just like the perspective for someone that was like constantly worrying whether or not like everything was going to be okay ever again. You know, it like holds a lot of space in like this really kind of slow moving, um, like him almost, but it, it like brings me a lot of peace. And that's like a thing that I've needed maybe the most in this whole, in this whole thing. I've been speaking with Josiah Johnson, formerly of Head in the Heart. His first solo record called Every Feeling on a Loop was released on Friday. You are worried that the sun will not rise in the morning again. And you are worried that the roads are not open for you to come home 
That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I would love to see five more ratings by the end of the week and two more reviews. Ratings and reviews and subscribing help deem this podcast worthy in the digital world that we live in. And if you can go the extra mile, please consider giving a one-time $20 donation to support this podcast at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening.